0: of men fatherhood and i don't know if you guys have been blessed by the last two seasons but to start off with moms and now we're in dads i am just it's just been amazing to sit under all of this wisdom and today we have on here my dad Woo! Woo! goes <laughs> to tell us a little bit about yourself
1: um uh, i am a father of seven now i was a father of four I'm a father of seven, uh, three, I'm mean, sorry, four biological, three stepchildren. Um, I am 44, loving life, uh, getting into my spiritual life, becoming a minister. Um, I like family time. I like sports, being active. Uh, I like helping people, you know, doing God's will, uh, doing working in my purpose. And um, that's, that's me in a nutshell. I like having fun. I'm very, 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 very goofy and let my kids tell it. I'm, 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 I'm kind of crazy, but I enjoy no, life. No. <laughs> I enjoy life and I, and I love my kids. Uh, and I feel that they love me and then just try to be the best father I can.
0: All righty. First question. What is fatherhood?
1: Okay. Fatherhood. Uh, that means being a mentor, a friend, a listener, uh, an advisor. It means being a pillar in your children's life to show them certain strength that they need uh, to continue and to develop in life. Fatherhood entails so many different areas, um, and in men or boys and girls' lives, uh, without the father, I feel that most children are incomplete. So, fatherhood is essential in their mm-hmm. lives.
0: Mm-hmm. What are some generalizations about fatherhood that need to be shut down?
1: Uh, That you have to be a hard disciplinary, that you Mm -hmm. have to be um, so strong and not vulnerable, Mm
0: -hmm. uh,
1: that you don't cry, that you got to be a macho man. Um, Fatherhood, some generalizations that you got to provide a whole bunch of money, you know, if you're Mm -hmm. not actively in their life and you just a paycheck you just got to provide money and that it it will take care of itself after that um what else fatherhood can also i mean some other generalization of fatherhood can also be just trying to be a friend to your kids that some people generalize Mm -hmm. that especially in this new generation i have to keep up with the Joneses and be a friend and provide all of this stuff for them to make them look good and everything. Those that they, they shouldn't generalize that as, as fatherhood at all.
0: Is fatherhood challenging and why?
1: Yes. Fatherhood is definitely challenging and it's challenging in the standpoint of we as fathers, especially young fathers, we still develop in ourselves Mm-hmm. So we're taking what we've learned trying to instill that into someone that we have to raise, that we are mentoring, that we have to be there, and provide for. So the challenge is, is not only finding, finding out who we are, but finding that balance between being a provider, mm-hmm. being a father and having family time and becoming an individual, a better mm-hmm. individual, a good individual. Uh, and yes. it's definitely, in my case, a spiritual individual. Um it is a challenge to balance all of that and then devote time to each area and how to devote that time. Then just as a father, learning to be a father, you know, some people have good role models, some don't. But to learn to be a father is also hard because you're going to make mistakes. There's really no rubric that you can use to become a father, you know, they got books out there on it and everything, but every child is different and especially what's going on in today's ages. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say, all right, this is going to work with this child. This is going to work with that child just because Mm -hmm. of different types of technology, things that they are seeing now, even the pandemic changes uh, your -hmm. views on how to be a father and what you need to do. So it's it's really no, no blueprint that you can follow to a T to be a father. So it's definitely a challenge
0: is your father in your life and how has that affected your fatherhood
1: oh my god my, my dad is amazing <laughs> he's amazing yes he is in my life he has always been in my life even though he wasn't in the home uh like tradi- Well, some some traditional settings are where the father's in the home you have a two-parent home he's been in my life every step of the way sometimes it's been estranged uh but um has been made up for us it's it's, it's wonderful how god works you know where Mm -hmm. i couldn't spend time with him be with him now he lives with me
0: you Mm -hmm. know
1: certain things happen to where he's up under my care and i was eager to get him yeah um to spend that time to get that knowledge develop that closer bond and it helped me it has affected me as a man because i see as a grandfather and as a father that's an older age, how he is, how calm he is, how his perspective on things, which is teaching mm-hmm. me, you know, to calm down. These things doesn't really matter that you fretting over. You have mm-hmm. to just sit back and sometimes just let it be and let God take care of it. You. you know, it's, it's funny because I'm Christian. My dad's Islamic and we cohabitate well. We, actually in many instances eye to eye when it comes to faith but the way that we act and what we what he's instilled in me and I instilled in my children is pretty much the same thing you know and just to see that from him and see how he deals with it then just see him aging gracefully is a piece mm-hmm. you know some people don't get that opportunity to see their parents mm-hmm. age some people take it as 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 a negative thing I don't I get to see my father age and I have a hand in that, you know, helping him just enjoy the rest of the years that he has mm-hmm. here. You know, he don't have to be in a nursing home. He doesn't have to be uh, watched over hand and foot. He can do for himself and I help him get back to that point after the stroke that he had, you know. Mm-hmm. So that even developed more of a bond. Now, that adage is true, that old adage of once an adult, twice a child, that is so true. Oh my lord, that is so true. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't bother me because I'm paying it forward because he took care of me. Now it's my turn to take care of him. So, yes, mm-hmm. it's definitely affected me and, and it's been positive. It's been humbling and just just really surreal because, you know, you see your parents in one light. My dad was mm-hmm. super bad. He always worked. He did this. He did that. And now to see him, you know, kind of a little hesitant to walk, mm-hmm. he doesn't have as much stamina, mm-hmm. I, I had to retrain myself. And then look at him a different, okay, he needs my help now. I can't expect him to do what he does. But it also lets me know at one point, hopefully my children will do the same for me. You know, that's mm-hmm. the reason I try to have a good relationship with my children. And I ain't going to say I've always had that, but that's what I try to do. And, and yes, it definitely affected me.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Was being a dad your plan or was it God's plan?
1: Huh. Let me tell you. <laughs> I am a person, early on in life, everything was on me. You know, I say I believed in God, which I did, but I didn't let God do anything. You know, I had to put my yeah. hand in it, you know, orchestrate it, do, do it the way I wanted to do. So, yeah, uh, baby girl, my firstborn, you was definitely my plan. You <laughs> <laughs> was definitely my plan. But it's amazing. No matter how much I say you was my plan, it's always been God's plan.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: It's always Mm -hmm. been God's plan, and once I realized that and I look at my children now, all of them, man, it's always been God's plan. I'm looking at what you're doing and what you've accomplished, and I'm so very proud of you. I'm looking at your sisters, one graduating high school, the other one almost a straight-A student in college, then your brother. Oh, my God, how, how mannerable and smart he is. He's wearing my clothes and my shoes now at 10, you know. And then my new children, you know, how smart they are. They all are doing well in school, different personalities. And then the non-biological grandchildren that I have, they still call me papa, and they yeah. want to be around me. And the influence on home, it's always been in God's plan for me to have these children. It's a reason why he put all of these people in my life.
0: Yeah.
1: Because it was God who had to create them. I mean, he may have went through me, but it's all his design. And even yes. with part of this group called Young Kings that I'm a part of, where I'm mentoring young men with, uh, that uh, attend my church and many that's outside the church. Mentoring them, helping them become young men and leaders and instilling those qualities that I was fortunate to learn from my parents. And my father and my grandfather and my grandmother to instill those things into younger generation so they don't have to go through incarceration or mm-hmm. absentee fatherhood mm-hmm. or anything like that. So, it, so that's cool. God's plan. Th- those all are my children. And that's what he puts me here for, to help people, to influence people. Mm-hmm. And I'm just following his plan. Hmm.
0: But I've, I've always told you that you had the spirit of a father on you. Yes, you living with you, like I, it's I can't speak like God gives me eyes, and some I can see certain things on and in certain people, and it was just so evident like you have the spirit of a father, like everything about you is the spirit of a father. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, thank you. Yes, it definitely is. Um, I don't know what it is about influencing people, or I ain't gonna say influencing, teaching people, I like teaching positive things, things that will help them out, not not teaching mathematics and all this, but life lessons. And now that he's, he's been gearing me towards ministry, and now that I'm walking in those shoes, I have substance and, and support and pillars behind what I'm teaching,
0: mm-hmm. biblically
1: and spiritually, to help support that. And I know he's going to open many, many more doors for me to do his bidding, and I'm just working in his will now.
0: Have you and your spouse ever had to deal with the miscarriage or stillbirth, and how did that affect you? Oh, wait, no, sorry, let me react that question. Have you and your spouse ever had to deal with the miscarriage or stillbirth, and how did you get through that?
1: Okay. Um, not my current spouse, but uh, my ex-wife. We had to deal with... Uh, she had a miscarriage, and it was hard. You know, I... I, was, I think I was more hurt than she was as far as emotionally, but physically, I think she was more hurt than I was. And it was just being there for her, making sure she was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I wish no one would have to go through that because yes. that, that is a life and that is a seed that grows inside you, inside of her as far as physically. And to lose that seed that you've been nurturing
0: mm-hmm. is,
1: is, is a hard blow. And, and and as far as my side, by me, like I said, like in children, that was a hard blow for me because I always feel that was my son. You know, mm-hmm. I, I had all girls with my ex-wife. <laughs> but I always feel that as if that was my son and it just didn't come to pass. You know, mm-hmm. and if I'm not mistaken, she had two. She had two. So it was the one was early on and another one was a little bit further along when, when, when she uh, uh, lost the baby and it was just really just being there for her just mm-hmm. being supportive and understanding and just trying to keep her mind off of it and um at that time i would want to say prayer but i wasn't there yet um i should have mm-hmm. turned to prayer more Now she was she's always my ex-wife is a spiritual warrior <laughs> for
0: real yeah,
1: yes a hey, whoo lord Uh, I'm pretty sure her prayer, my my daughter's prayers, y'all prayers, got me through many of days and many of.
0: You don't even understand how many times we prayed (laughs) that for you. You don't even know. You don't even know.
1: And yeah, it it was just being there for her, just being there for her. And yeah, it's it was hard. It was hard, but we got through it with the good graces of God.
0: Do you have a good slash close relationship with your kids?
1: Yes. when I read this and I saw this question, many things popped in my head. And one of the things that popped in my head is several talks that I've had with you and your sisters and your brother. And I realized I wasn't a dad that I thought I was. I realized that I needed to improve in a lot of areas and I realized how that affected y'all. Mm-hmm. And those conversations that I had with y'all were so surreal, so, Mm -hmm. oh my God, it was emotional for me, even though y'all didn't know Mm -hmm. it, it, it really hit me. It hit me hard. So I do the best that I can at this point that I am now to not necessarily make up but to develop even better relationship with Mm y'all we had a good relationship i wasn't a strange dad i wasn't a dad that was just a paycheck and i wasn't there but i could have been there way more than what i was i could have kept my promises and made more than what i have so now i do my best if i can't do it i let you know early on i can't do it or if i can't do it i make sure that i stick to it um and that's just because i love y'all I love y'all so much. Y'all are everything to me. If it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't be on this journey that I'm on now. Y'all prayers, y'all, y'all, y'all talking to me, y'all lifestyles. Y'all really don't know how, how much I feed off of all of y'all. Mm-hmm. Just looking at you ooh, with your podcast, looking at how you live your life, looking at your sister and the way that she prays and the way that she interacts. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Sadia and then Shakira. Yeah. Just look at her her strength. Oh my gosh, it's Shakira good. got so much strength. Mm-hmm. And, and that feeds me, that Im, that inspires me as a dad. I always tell y'all this and I tell your mama this. Y'all get it from your mama because I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dad, you know, I had to get there. And I, now I'm finally there. You know, I always used to say uh, I, I, my, my faith is like I have a Jesus uh, a spiritual or Jesus credit card. You know, it's a debit card, actually. You know, I got the card, but ain't nothing in the bank, so I can't draw nothing out. But now I can say something different. It's something in there. And I'm depositing more and more and more. And as I do that, the more and more I stronger my relationship with God and things that I do it's inspired me as a father to give out and spread more. So... I try to call, send text messages, check up on y'all more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to see y'all. It's like, I oh, I can't wait to see y'all. You just don't know how happy I am about that. Um, and, and just be there as much as I can when y'all call. I'll find mm-hmm. a way for whatever you need. I'll figure it out because I, I need to be there as a dad. You know. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it, the, the, we had a good relationship, close, but it wasn't the best. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm always striving to do better, mm-hmm. always striving to do better, especially with my kids.
0: Complete side note. I'm like really jealous of Sadia. I wish I could pray in tongues. Homegirl is like, oh, she drives me crazy. <laughs> 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 like, I know that I can pray, but mm-hmm. Sadia can like so easily flow in and out of the tongues. And I'm like, I really seriously wish that I could. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
1: And that's funny. <laughs> I do that now. People was like, "We didn't know you talked in tongues at church." And it just like today, it hit me. From what they say, it, it just hit me. And I have, I don't know where that came from. It's I mean, just but I, remember, I, where, where,
0: where, I think we were at Lighthouse. I think. Yes. I don't yep.
1: That's where I, I first started. I remember. Me, like, I'm gonna
0: say I don't. I can't remember exactly where, but I remember you speaking in tongues before, so I knew you had it. But mm-hmm. it's like. I, I I know I I had it briefly like I I don't even know how briefly but I remember I had it briefly when we were at Faith City and mm-hmm. I just haven't been able to do it since and it drives me crazy I'm like <gasps> <what a special>
1: <laughs> <time>. <laughs> yeah oh, daddy, your daddy got that gift evidently and they say my tons of it's beautiful I, I didn't know that I'm somewhere else at this point and I'm just
0: obviously girl. <laughs> <for real. laughs> What do your kids do that soften your heart?
1: Oof. I don't know what to start with that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's see. My son, his constant bombardment of hugs.
0: Oh, he is so needy. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my god. Amir gives me so many hugs. Oh my God, it's beautiful. And I gotta realize he's ten because he looks like he's fourteen. He's a big you, boy. For real. Yeah, he's wearing my clothes. He's in my shirts and my pants and my shoes.
0: He makes me feel like a midget for real.
1: Yeah. So it's it's the bombardment of hugs. Uh with you, Shala, the hardness of life. You mm-hmm. bring the real all the time. And that mm-hmm. me. That 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 melts me. The fact that I know I can put you anywhere and you're gonna make it. You and mm-hmm. me, I can put you in the middle of the desert. The next time I see you, you're gonna have a garden. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm dead. laughs> i've watched you do it and man that is just like uh oh. and then when you say that you love me well actually when all y'all said that y'all love me that melts me and then because it's something different with with, with sadia sadia will out the blue write me a letter
0: just, i know I'm she's so dying. like spontaneously romantic it's <laughs> disgusting <laughs> Sometimes she
1: sends me that cry too. I'm like, okay, I'm going to cry. Yeah, I'll be trying not to cry too. I'm just like, oh my
0: God, where did this come from?
1: And just them, those letters. And I have every last one of them that she's written me to this day. They are so beautiful. And then Shakir, what melts me with her is when she comes and visit me and I can just lay up under her. And she just let me lay there. Or either she'll come curl up with me on the couch and just watch a movie or in the big and just watch a movie, watch a movie. She just let me do it. And I'm just like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Yes, this is what I like. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what, that's what all of them do too. And then the grandkids, Papa Jay, whenever they say Papa Jay, it just melts. <laughs> so yeah, everybody got something different. Everybody got something different. Pulling up to Mickey D's Just for Drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra. Uh, Are you pertaining to me or with my kids? With the kids. Okay. So with disobedience with my children, they didn't really get a lot of whoopings. They got things taken away, thrown away. Um,
0: Yeah, like you threw my (laughs) there away.
1: (laughs) I I really didn't have to whoop them a lot, you know. I know early on, you know, I do. I did scare tactics, let them know that I mean business, really didn't hurt them. Um, just indisciplinary. But I tried, with their disobedience, I tried to make them reasons. I talk a lot. So I know they hated me talking and mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. But I see the fruits of it. I see the fruits of it. Corporal punishment mm-hmm. or physical punishment in in that sense I think it's warranted when they're young and just to catch their attention. And I don't mean beating them till they bleed or nothing like that, but to catch their attention. Once they get to a certain Mm -hmm. age, you don't need all that. You can talk and make them reasons For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction or a consequence. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I deal with that now. As far as emotionally, I try to help them reason. So what do you think? Mm -hmm. Instead of just always giving them the answer, Mm -hmm. try to help Mm -hmm. them reason through it, you know? Uh, yeah. When they came to me. Now, most of the time they went to their mama, but when they did come to me, <laughs> um, I tried to help them reason through it and, and understand the consequence of what you did. This is why I did this. This is why I did that. Now I know they hated me for it because they would get in trouble. The next thing you know, we laughing and playing. They and I, I know they was confused.
0: <laughs> With flash <laughs> <laughs>
1: But that's to let them know just because I discipline you don't mean I'm mad at you, I hate you, I don't love you, is that All I have right. to correct your actions here and now. So later on in life, you don't have to go through this and deal with it with someone who doesn't care with you or care about you, rather. So that's the reason. That's how I dealt with it. That's, that was my. That's how I deal with the disobedience and the phys- physically and emotionally.
0: What are you trying to or what do you want to instill in it? I can't talk today. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to, or what do you want to instill in Amir?
1: I want to instill in Amir how to be more. I guess I don't know how to put it. Mm. I want to be. I want Amir to be more uh, confident in who he is. He's definitely mm-hmm. developing it. Um, he is more vocal more active and more for sure of himself
0: mm-hmm. he has
1: the book sense but i need him to get the spiritual and natural sense
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: and what i mean by that i know he's only 10 and he tends to you know, run up and give me hugs all the time and everything like that but i need to when he gets in trouble not to go out and soak and cry all right i messed mm-hmm. up so let me all right correct this mistake and not get not shut Totally down Mm -hmm. you know and then in spiritual and in spiritual realm i need him to understand that there's nothing that god can't fix or do for you Mm -hmm. you know you messed up right here it's a mistake just don't repeat that same mistake and move forward and listen Mm -hmm. just listen and do what you're supposed to do or what you're told to do and you'll be okay so Mm -hmm. i want him to be more sure and more steadfast in himself and who he is and his abilities Mm
0: -hmm. so great what are you trying to or what do you want to instill in us?
1: Okay. in you all, I want to and I try to instill that you are beautiful black women and that you don't have to depend on a man. All you have to do is depend on God and yourself. You can do whatever you put your mind to. It's nothing that can stop you. Nothing mm-hmm. that can deter you from what you want to do. You have the options of picking anything that you want to do. Your mate, career, uh, lifestyle, whatever. And you don't have to have validation from a man. Mm. You don't have to have validation from peers. All you have to know is that what you're doing is for you. And you pray about it. Talk to God. Hey, God, is this the route you want me to go, and things like that. Mm-hmm. But if, uh, if I want them to know. And then, if you need anything or if you need protection, you don't have to run to the first man to say I love you or I got you. You can always come to your dad. Hey, my dad did, did everything. He didn't call me ugly. He told me I'm smelly. He told me I'm beautiful. He told me I'm the smartest thing in life. I done done it all. You don't have to depend on a man to make you feel better about yourself. I can get all that from my dad. You got to come with something better.
0: <laughs> you know.
1: So, so that's that's what I wanted to instill in my daughters.
0: What are some unspoken promises, principles, characteristics, etc., that you wanted us to grasp just by watching you?
1: Hard work is one of them. You know, your dad worked hard, dedicated um, to providing for his family. But just putting hard work in anything that you do, you got to put forth the effort to reap the fruit. Uh, also, family. Yeah. As you know, I love my family. I'm always, I'm always big on family. Even though uh, your mom and I are not together, I'm still in the group chat. I'm still acting silly. I'm not changing. Still crack jokes. All this. Um, mm-hmm. It's about family. It takes a village and family to raise the next generation and raise these kids. So I want to instill in net no matter if you get married and that person becomes a part of the family, that's family. Period they include it you know um, um, this too will change that's what my grandmother used to say I used to tell it to yeah. and nothing stays the same it'll change
0: Yeah.
1: you know just trust in the Lord he'll change it and, then, and, and he'll take care of it now especially now that I'm on my journey or been on my journey and I'm just walking in my shoes go to the Lord first and trust in him now Y'all probably can tell me that better than I can tell y'all because y'all helped me come <laughs> back to that point. <laughs> yeah, I really did. Y'all were instrumental in that. But that's 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 one of the characteristics that I thank God that your mom instilled in y'all and helped promote your mom and your grandma. Cause I know your grandma. Oof, your grandma. Uh <laughs> yeah, let's not start. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I appreciate that she was the they were very instrumental in that, and that's, that's that's some principles that should never be lost in any family. I don't care what faith you believe in, trust in the Lord, trust in God.
0: How did you incorporate your walk with Christ into your parenting?
1: Um, well, we can talk about recently, because in the past, well, actually in the past I did too. There was a point where I was transitioning. I studied Islam for so long and things like that. And then I got into Christianity actually chasing women. <laughs> um and
0: then yeah, God, yeah, you're supposed to be thinking about Jesus. Tisk tiss tiss.
1: Yeah, tis tiss tiss. Now funny thing is that
0: guy always got a plan.
1: I was chasing women, guys. said, I got you. It might have been through that woman, but I got you. And once I really began to study and get into Christianity, that's where I knew I was supposed to be. Even when everything else was crum- crumbling around me and I I was still straddling the fence or trying to, God still had a hold of me, you know? And even when I didn't focus all the way on him and I turned my back or backslid, however you want to put it, he still had me and he kept pulling at me and pulling at me and pulling at me. So mm-hmm. when he did that, and then you all, y'all prayers, y'all talking to me here and there, even when you were so real, dad, you and deal. I want you to get rid of that job that you was doing. You don't belong there. Y'all, y'all straight told me that. Y'all don't know what y'all did. Y'all really don't know. At that point, I began to find my way out. Even though y'all didn't know, I began to find my way out. <laughs> Christianity and my parenting is a big deal, especially in this family. I mean, mm-hmm. several different group chats, and all of them are based around Christianity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All of them, from the group chat with Yal, the group chat with Renisha, and our family here. Um, even, well, not so much this group chat with my brothers and sisters. Even though Christianity in it, is in it, it still spoke about. It's not as prevalent as the other two, but it still yeah. spoke about. Because I'm speaking about. I mean, it is, it is vital for me mm-hmm. to keep christ first in everything that i do um i was listening to church in the day and just listening to how people start. first thing pastor said pastor william she said i get up every day and i thank god for everything you know some people mm-hmm. they get up oh my back oh i can't see oh i'm tired mm-hmm. and i gotta sit on the edge of the bed to get jumpstart. she said she don't wake up there thank you lord for making me helping me feel the pain of my back because that lets me know I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, for letting me be able to sit on the edge of the bed this morning. Thank you, Lord, for this. And that makes so much sense to me. She wake up and she says, rolling out the red carpet for the Lord to come in her life, because he deserves mm-hmm. that red carpet to walk down that so, runway so that everybody can see them. And, you know, so the same thing with the Lord, rolling out that red carpet so everybody can see him walk down that red carpet and she said and that man that touched me so well so much this morning and that that is key that is key in parenting because with god on your side guiding you even though we don't know what we're doing he knows what we're doing he Mm -hmm. orders our steps he knew before we knew he knows the whole (laughs) game plan from beginning to (laughs) end so by that being the case he is vital to parenting because the way that things are going today, he's gonna have to be prevalent.
0: And look, don't even give me time for to hop out the window. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what times we're in, but this nonsense needs to stop it.
1: Yes, 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 yes.
0: How do you balance work, spouse, ministry, kids, and your own personal walk with God? <sighs>
1: I mean, how did I just find that balance, is what you're asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at one point, I didn't. Whatever came up is what I went with at that time. If I was focused on Christianity, that's what I would go do. If I was focusing on work at that time, that's what I was going to do. I didn't really find a balance of for them until recently in my life. Um, I made certain decisions after I got out of a certain relationship I was in. And those decisions help me become more balanced, more level, especially Mm -hmm. with my children and my walk with God. Uh, As I become balanced in those areas, I start balancing within myself and my own personal life. It's amazing how you balance with God, balance with my kids, even finding a job that I can Have worked like home life balance, you know, not working so much and been away from the family. When I found that balance, my personal life started to balance itself out because I started focusing on what was necessary and giving time to each one that was supposed to be given. You know, I I was one of those dads, oh, I got to provide for my family. I got to provide for my family. I got to do what it takes to provide for my family. Let me spend some time with them here and there, you know, let them know I love you. But then let me go back out here and grind and provide for Mm -hmm. my family because they need this and that. I missed out on many good years. Mm-hmm. I missed out on many good years with my kids. And it did create a strain on our relationship at one point. Um I thank God that he came in and he's helping to repair it. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thank him so much. And I thank God that my daughters and my son is receptive to it. You know, they could be like, hey, we grown or we didn't made it to this point. I don't want to deal with you and all that, but they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't do that. And I appreciate that. Um. so finding that balance was just really making a conscious effort and deliberate effort to yeah. do things in a certain order. God, family, work, that order, period. Yeah. That's the order. God, family, work. I get God his time, my family's next, then work. I have, as, my, as, as y'all would tell me, Dad don't take off work. He, he don't take vacation. He don't do that. I ain't. I, mean, I had so much vacation time. Now, I would take a day in a minute. Hey, I need to take a vacation day. I got to go focus on something with my family. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, if y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand. But God, family.
0: family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that because um, I remember having a conversation with mom before we had our conversation And my my exact words to her, I was like, if he can go pursue all of these women that way, why can't he pursue me, his daughter who was here first? And I was like, the the same way that Christ pursues us, Mm -hmm. why isn't he pursuing me that way? And I told her, I was like, I don't want anything to do with him. I was like, if he's not gonna make an effort, if he's not gonna pursue me, I don't want anything to do. And then you started making an effort and God checked me, was like, So what you gonna do?
1: Yeah, it took you talking to me. If you would have told me that, girl, I would have changed a long time ago. I didn't know you felt like that. And once you did, tell me. I don't care. Hey, hey, what you say? Nah, nah. That's my daughter. That's my daughter, period. I don't care who was here first, what then she was here first, but I don't care about anything else. This is my daughter. And I would have done it for you in a heartbeat.
0: But it was really hard. To verbalize it because I, because I, it was funny because I was telling, um, me, all me, mom, today, we were talking, and I don't even remember what we were talking about, but I was like, all I, all I said to mom, I was like, thank you for verbalizing it because it's like really hard for me to verbalize it sometimes because it's like, I don't know, I'm, I'm almost like suffering silence type, and it's like, it's like, <laughs> It's like I'm like two steps away from death before somebody finds out like what's really going on. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it was really really hard for me to just like open my mouth. But like I said, even though I didn't tell you that, when I told mom that, and then we had our conversation, and then I saw that you were actually trying and making a step, the Holy Spirit quickly checked me. And was like, so uh, balls in your court, honey. What are you gonna do? I'm like, <laughs> okay, you can call me out like that. <laughs>
1: Hey, you did hey, it was done to me. Yeah. You, hey, ball is in your court. You said you wanted a better relationship. You wanted to be a better father. Here you yeah. go. You got the tools to do it. You know what's wrong. Now fix it. That's what I did. What I'm doing.
0: <laughs> I earlier, like last year, beginning of this year, I was like, God, something's gotta change. Something's gotta break, cause I can't. And parts of me regret praying that prayer because uh it's a lot of work. Oh my God. Like, mm-hmm. Forgiveness and maturing and caring. Ugh, uh, responsibility.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I get it. Trust me. I
0: get it. <laughs> <laughs> so much work. Mm-hmm.